0: Hello and welcome to the Wickham Baptist Church podcast. I'm Tom and this week we've got an update on church life with Ross and then Clover will be speaking to Sheb and Charlotte before Paul finishes things off with some thoughts on prayer and devotion. So this week I've got Ross with me to give a bit of an update. Hi Ross. Morning Tom and morning everybody. So Ross uh, this week uh, what have been the the big challenges for you and the encouragements from the life of the church?
1: I think that the challenges and the encouragements are part of one bundle. The challenge really is to just to keep up with all that's going on. Uh, so much of the uh, life of the church is progressing still by going online and uh, so many uh, groups and people are keeping up with each other, caring for each other, communicating uh, through various groups Zoom or Teams or whatever and WhatsApp it's just very encouraging but trying to understand all that's going on has been mildly challenging but equally very encouraging as you hear so many people staying in touch and just caring and sharing. I think one particular thing is is, is the, um, the youth groups the older youth groups this week uh, have been meeting the last couple of weeks which has been really encouraging I'm sure it's really encouraged youngsters Uh, the minor challenge to me on that is that we just need to ensure that our safeguarding responsibilities are being correctly exercised and to that end i've uh, updated our safeguarding online safeguarding policy and i should be sending that out shortly just to ensure that everybody is progressing responsibly in this
0: Mm, thank you ross it was it was a great time i was on with um t2 um last week and all sorts happening games and, and a little talk and and some chat all over um uh, over zoom which was which was really good
1: are you getting most of the normal group from uh, t2 joining in this on zoom we
0: we had a good number i think it must have been 12 of us online of whom four or so were leaders so that that still leaves quite a few um of of the young people
1: that's great that's good lovely yeah i know there's many activities amongst the home groups too aren't there which is uh, hmm. Very encouraging as well. Good, good, good.
0: There's there's something else going on at church um, in the near future. Can you tell me a bit about that?
1: uh, Well, this has been both a challenge, but is now very encouraging because we had an approach from Genesis Food Bank, who for various reasons need to locate to new premises uh, temporarily. They've approached us uh, at Widcombe, and I think we have found a way to accommodate them. It rather looks as though they would like to use the hall and perhaps part of the foyer to receive to sort and to store food and then a small group of volunteers will pack it into bags and these bags are then collected by other volunteers and taken to the homes of their clients um, i've just been trying to work out how we can do this safely bearing in mind all the recordings going on there on wednesday night and thursdays and uh, genesis can operate securely as well uh, i'm actually meeting caleb this afternoon and to talk through the details further but if this um, period of isolation and, you know, significant unemployment goes on, I should think demands on the food bank are going to be very heavy. So I think it's a privilege that uh, it looks like we can help them in this way. Um, I'll know more after I met with Caleb this afternoon.
0: That's an exciting opportunity, Ross. Um,
1: Yeah, Yeah, I, I think, well, Having read up some of the stuff about people in days of old and coping with various other things, I think if we possibly can, we should be helping out in this way. You know, it's got a huge, good reputation, both Genesis and Food Bank, in Bath, and uh, yeah, I'm 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 really pleased. I think we can help them in this way. Mm.
0: And is is there anything else we should be saying this week uh, to to the church family?
1: I, I, well, I, I just think, you know, thank you all for the church you are, really. Um, it's so encouraging to hear so much going on and, you know, communicating in this way. Uh, we have an elders meeting, online elders meeting tomorrow night, uh, where we're uh, particularly just reflecting and considering is everybody being as helped as much as we possibly can, but also, th- you know, taking on things for the future too we'll meet again before too long as a as a, a, a physical church as it were spiritual church as well and so we haven't stopped working and there's a whole i have a whole list of to do's to think about you know this year and beyond that we want to keep working at so uh, if anybody has a spare few moments to uh, to pray for the elders meeting tomorrow night we very much appreciate it then of course to pray for the youth groups again on friday so yeah it's all alive and well Thank you.
0: Mm, no, thanks Ross. I think uh, we're going to hear from Clover in just a moment, who um, is with Seb and Charlotte. So thanks for your time, Ross. You're
1: very welcome. Goodbye for now. Bye-bye then. Well,
2: I've got a couple of very special guests with me this morning. Um, morning, Seb and Charlotte. Good morning. Hi, Clover.
3: Good morning.
2: Now, lots of people are going to want to hear lots from you, but understandably, we're going to keep this very brief. Uh, Micah was born uh, 10 days ago, I think, or or, or thereabouts, and he's been pretty poorly. Um, How how is he today? Yeah, so today, um, Micah
4: has improved so much over these past few days, really. Um, As you hopefully heard, that he's come off his... His life support machine effectively. He's now breathing for himself. Mm. He has been breathing for himself since 10am yesterday, which is such an answer to prayer. It's amazing. Um,
3: He's been a bit up and down, so he might need to go back on a bit more oxygen.
4: Mm. Yeah, we take that bit as it comes because yeah, like Charlotte said, they do um, tell us that, that you ought to expect a little bit of relapse and stuff. So um, I have heard them today saying that they might put him back on some oxygen this morning. Mm. Um, but as of, of the moment, he's right now, as we speak, gone for the MRI scan this morning, um, which will just hopefully reveal a bit of the picture as to, as to what, what damage, if any, and hopefully none, happened to his brain during the period when he had lack of oxygen um, mm. straight after his birth. Yeah. But he's now one week old today.
2: Excellent. Now obviously Micah isn't defined by being unwell, he is Micah, he is handmade by the Lord. Uh, can you tell us about him, uh, how much he weighed mm-hmm. when he was born, uh, what he looks like, uh, the kind of stuff that I know so many people are going to want to hear?
3: Um, Say so he was eight pounds four ounces when he was born. Um, he. Uh, we've also decided on his middle name now, so he's Micah John Walker, and we should, we like the fact that John Means God is gracious and um, because he's been so gracious to us through this last week. Um, he Micah has the most amazing hair ever. <laughs> um, and what's been amazing over the last day is just being able to look into his eyes as it has worn off, looking back at us. Um, so, yeah, we think he's got kind of dark blue eyes at the moment. But yeah.
4: Yeah, he's gorgeous. We've had... Um... We've had a few, quite a few cuddles with him, which has been really nice. We had a few cuddles whilst he was going through his cooling treatment, and then some after now. And he's sort of come so much more uh, awake this time round. Um, he's making baby baby noises and things, which has been lovely as parents to hear to hear him make those noises because he's been over, so, uh, been under a lot of sedation
2: so far up to this point, really. Oh, that's wonderful. People will be very excited to, to hear that from you. But how how are you guys doing? Because it must have been such a tough emotional and uh, and physical period for you. How are you both at the moment?
3: Yeah, it's been um it's been quite a hard week. We um we've been up and down, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um we're incredibly grateful for every single prayer message of support that is lifting us up Um god is with you in every situation and he has been with us
5: mm.
3: we're physically quite exhausted um and there's all the kind of recovering side of things for me as well so um yeah we're taking each each bit as it comes really
2: and how can we be praying for you and for Micah and of course, not forgetting young Simeon either?
4: Yeah, this one is um, probably the longest list. (laughs) We've got a long list here. (laughs) Um, So firstly, thank you so much for all your prayer support at the moment that we've had. Um, So much support through home groups and through individuals that have been messaging us and um, sending us um, Bible verses, scripture, Um, prayers, um, uh, audio prayers, all sorts of things that have been coming through. So we're so grateful for those that have kept us um, strong as we can be through this time. Um, For for prayer points moving forward, um, like I say, as we speak, he's having his MRI scan at the moment. So we would value so much prayer just in going into that scan, Um, particularly, obviously, whatever the results end up being um that for us to have the knowledge that that's, that's God's will and, um, and that he's going to get the same amount of love and care from us no matter what that result comes back as. Um, so the MRI scan, and for good news with that, um his breathing to get stronger, he's, uh, like I say, he's, he's off his, his ventilator, but that's not to say that he's not in need of some help from time to time. So, really breath to see him not struggle too much and to um yeah to be able to to just get stronger and stronger in his own breathing um he gets a lot of of what what the medical people call secretions which basically means um, as far as i understand it mucus around the lungs so um and he's not strong enough to effectively cough it up at the moment so and he, his body seems to be developing a lot of it for some reason, so they do a lot of suctioning, and that seems to knock him back on his breathing. So, just pray that the secretions will effectively come to an end for him so he'll be able to breathe more freely. Um, yeah, and, and also just pray that the that will ultimately, that at the end of this, we'll get a clearer picture of, of, of what happened and why it happened, and um going forward, what we, any signs that we need to look out for as parents to look after him in the future as we hopefully take him home.
3: Um, and um, yeah, we'd really value prayer for uh, continued strength for our families as well. Um, and for Sydney, um, that he would not be distressed. He's being really spoiled by my parents at the moment. So um, we're really grateful for that. Um, prayer for the NHS team they're looking after him they're all amazing um, but yeah just pray for their their kind of um, abilities and their health um, and then we'd also like to pray for Jodie who was the midwife that delivered Micah and was the first person um, to respond um, at the time and um, yeah just for her because that must have
2: affected her too mm. Yeah, she must have took that home with her as well. And... Oh, that's great! I thank you for uh, making the time uh, uh, to to speak uh, with us this morning. It's it, it's really exciting, and I want to pass on as as I'm sure you're aware, there are so many people at Widcombe who, who love you guys, who love Simi, and who 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 love Micah, even though they've yet to meet him. Um, we uh, we do long for a time when we can. <laughs> Together mm. again as a, a fellowship, and, uh, and and meet him in person. But um, thank you very much uh, for speaking mm-hmm. this morning with. Anyway, thank you for giving us our first ever podcast exclusive with his middle name. That's very exciting, and uh, and uh, <laughs> we'll catch up again soon. Uh, take care, guys. Thanks. Bye bye. Thank
0: so I've got Paul here with me. Hi, Paul. Hi. Hello so today would normally be first wednesday but obviously we can't meet as we normally would i know that some will be meeting online to pray Um, but i know that for myself i'm often encouraged to pray when there are others around but um, when i'm on my own it can be harder and i know that for a number of people this is potentially a hard time for our prayer lives Um, so how can we be encouraging ourselves to be prayerful are there any practical things you can think of paul at this time
5: yeah, it's interesting you say that, Tom. Um, I find exactly the same. I, I love our first Wednesday. I love any prayer meetings when you come together. You encourage one another so much. So so I do miss it. But it doesn't mean that you can't pray on your own. Um, just a couple of things, a couple of practical things. I think it's important to set a time, a time that works for you. Uh, if you're an early morning person like me, then go for the morning. If you're a later in the day person, then then do it at that time. Um, I I combine mine with my morning exercise. So I walk and I pray, and uh, that seems to work really well for me. Um, I I think always try and feed it with scripture. So um, look at some of the devotional parts of the the Bible, particularly the book of Psalms, and pray out of that. Or look at some of Paul's prayers. I'll be reading one of those a little bit later. Use those to prompt you. Uh, Listen to songs. Um, we, we've suddenly discovered during this present situation, all sorts of gifts in the church. The, the two of our MTs singing for us on Sunday, quite remarkable in, in all sorts of ways. So, so listen to songs and, uh, and, and just, just join in with those. Um, and a whole range of other things, I think, that, that, that are practical and helpful. But really what works for you? Prayer doesn't have to be long. Spurgeon used to pray for 20 minutes at the most. Uh, it might be 10 minutes for you or five minutes and the most important thing is if you fail don't beat yourself up Um, you don't need to do that prayer isn't something that's you know a a duty that we need to get bogged down and it's a joy because we're talking to our father
0: Mm, yeah i remember we we were reading you and i last year um paul miller's book a A praying life Mm. Um, and um i was really struck by a chapter that that talked about coming to god as if with
5: children uh, and simply like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's the point. Um, the Lord teaches us in the Lord's Prayer, Our Father who is in heaven. And uh, one commentator says of that that, you know, once you've grasped the Our Father bit, then everything else in the theology of prayer is really only a footnote. Um, I, I have four kids, I've got grandkids now, so I suppose it works with the grandfather and grandchildren relationship, but I'm just delighted to see them. I love them being in my presence. I, I don't care whether what they say is is articulate or, or well-formed. I just love to hear what they say. Sometimes I say no, because I actually know better than them at my uh, advanced age. But I just love to be able to grant their, their requests if, if they're, they're, they're good for them. And, and that's what happens when we come to our Father. We're coming to someone who loves us, who knows what we need already. Who delights uh, in in us coming into his presence? I mean, there's an old saying, isn't there? He's more happy to hear us praying than we are to pray, and uh, mm. and I think that's true. So, so we come to our Father, who knows and who loves and who is just about ready to hear what we what we bring to him. Prayer is simply bringing those things that are on our hearts to our Father and telling them, uh, telling him about them.
0: Mm. That's a brilliant little saying. He's more ready to hear our prayers than we are to pray. That's great. I'll remember that one. So Paul, you've got some verses to finish us off.
5: Yeah, I mean, earlier on, it's about looking at Paul's prayers. Um, There's a great prayer of Paul at the end of Ephesians 1, at the beginning of Colossians 1, at the beginning of Philippians 1. uh, But I want to read one from the end of uh, Ephesians 3 the end of Ephesians 3, Paul talks about praying that we might know how much God loves us. Let me read these words. I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Um, what paul is saying there just to put it very simply is what i pray is that you may know how much god loves you god loves you more than you can imagine and he wants you to know it and that's what i'm praying and at this time i think it's a good prayer to pray for one another that we might know god's love at work within our lives
0: brilliant thank you for that paul